This is the Black and Blue Report, straight from the source. No appointment radio, wherever, whenever. Now, from Studio B, or from wherever the Saints or Pelicans might be, here's Sean Kelly. Time to start a new week on the Black and Blue Report. Greetings from Studio B on Airline Drive. With John DeShazer, I'm Sean Kelly, and glad you're with us here as we begin anew on this Monday. Um, unfortunately, it has not been the best Monday, uh, coming off of not a great Sunday, that's for sure. Pelicans lose at New York, Saints lose at Washington. Things aren't as real cheery around here on this Monday morning, J.D. I know it's been tough um, for everybody, fans especially. Well, tough, really tough sledding. I'm talking about the Pels being 1-9 and nine right now, and everybody's still beat up and still hurt. And now the Saints have lost two straight, and, and, and you know, it's not just the losing uh, for the Saints. It's the way these losses have come about, especially the one in Washington, 47-14 to 14 on the road against a Washington team that was – Bear to Midland, and uh, and they just took it to the Saints in every way you can possibly take it to a team. And uh, I don't know who saw that one coming, but I don't know who saw uh, losing to the Titans at home last week in overtime saw that one coming either. But certainly you didn't figure a 47-14 uh, differential was in the works when we went to 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 land over Maryland to play play the Redskins. Yeah, and it it fell apart quick. Yeah, the game was tied at 14 at one point there. You know, kind of nip and tuck. Good play here. Good play there. And then, yeah, so, um, and it was kind of the same thing in the uh, in the Madison Square Garden uh, setting with the Pelicans, who had seemingly on all three of their road games uh, this past trip uh, played great in the first half and then that second half collapses. We're going to talk about that here in just a moment. We're going to also uh, let you uh, listen to Sean Payton this morning in front of the media, kind of in its entirety. Um, yeah, I wouldn't say it's condensed, but we're going to give you the, the meat of it for sure. And the, the mood around the building, obviously uh, not good because both teams just had a bad week. Um, but certainly the, the, the other part of the story today, and we should probably not bury the lead here, there was this wild speculation this morning uh, with various reports around the country and here locally that uh, Saints defensive coordinator Rob Ryan would be uh, released today, fired, uh, if you will, and Coach Payton addressed those issues with the media. So it wasn't your uh, typical Monday morning post game or film review type news conference today. We're going to share that with you in just a moment. Um, yeah, but it was a weird scene, wasn't it, this morning? Yeah, because, you know, it's one of those situations where Coach basically has to address rumor, um, and he said nothing had been solidified. He, what he did uh, specifically say there will be changes during uh, during the bye week, but he didn't say what those changes would be, whether they would be personnel, whether they would be coaching. Uh, what they will be, but he said, you know, look, you're four and six, you lose that way, there's going to be some changes. Obviously, you can't keep doing things the same way. But he did not say one of those changes would be Rob Ryan. He didn't say that at that time. So, you know, we're still, you know, I don't know if, if limbo is the word on that, but, you know, certainly he addressed the issue, uh, gave a definitive answer on it, and we'll see what happens. All right. Tell you what, we'll take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll go ahead and get you that uh, sound with Coach Payton. Uh, in front of the media this morning in the 11 o'clock Central Time Hour. We're recording today right about noon Central. Um, and we'll also kind of give you a little bit of a breakdown of both the Pelicans games over the weekend and the Saints uh, game yesterday at Washington. That's all a part of our Monday show here, but certainly the most important part we'll be hearing from Coach Payton here in just a moment. Create fun and affordable memories for the entire family with a Pierre's Party Pack. 
Ticket packages are available for select Pelicans home games throughout the season and include three or more tickets, combo meals, and an on-court free throw experience with Pierre the Pelican, all for as low as $48. The next Pierre's Party Pack Night is on Friday, November 20th against the San Antonio Spurs. For more information and to plan your next night out with the gang, visit pelicans.com today. Fall is here, which means there's a new purpose to get excited about at Smoothie King. It's time to bundle up against the weather outside and give your immune system a little extra support on the inside. At Smoothie King, we're blending our new Immune Builder smoothies to help you stay strong all season long. Fortify your body with more than 2,000% of your daily vitamin C and all-natural immune supporters like vitamins A and E, zinc, and selenium. Try a mixed berry or orange Immune Builder smoothie today. Only at Smoothie King. Smoothies with a purpose. It's the hottest comedy event of the year. The Comedy Get Down World Tour with Cedric the Entertainer, D.L. Hughley, Eddie Griffin, George Lopez, and Charlie Murphy. One hilarious night of comedy with the funniest comedians in the country. Get ready to laugh like you've never laughed before with Cedric the Entertainer, Eddie Griffin, D.L. Hughley, George Lopez, and Charlie Murphy. Saturday, November 21st, 8 p.m. in the Smoothie King Center. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. The Comedy Get Down World Tour. It's the best comedy show, period. We're talking Saints football on the Black and Blue Report. We'd rather be talking about a Saints win yesterday, but maybe some pizza here before we hear from Coach Payton. Don't forget when the Saints score, which they did yesterday, uh, Domino's helps you out on uh, the day after with 50% off a large pizza pie. Go to dominoes.com, offer valid online only, and at select Domino's locations. Again, that's uh, 50% off of a large at menu price today only. All right, as promised, here's Coach Payton in the 11 o'clock hour today, not only addressing uh, the speculation about Rob Ryan's future, but also pieces of uh, the film review from yesterday's game and hear what now lies ahead during this bio week prior to the Carolina game. So we met as a team, uh, met as a staff. We've had a chance to go through the tape. Um, the players are having a chance to uh, go through it all now. Um, obviously, look, it was a disappointing loss and, and we played some games this year that were close and hard fought uh, this one wasn't and you know there, there weren't a lot of things at all that uh, you come away from the film there were, there were a few efforts uh, individually but uh, it was hard to get excited about watching it um, it'll be a series of uh, treatment schedules for some of the injured players uh, I think we're gradually going to going to be getting help here and uh, as coaches we'll spend time here uh, on on what we're doing looking at corrections and things that we can do to to help our team moving forward um, any questions and, and I'll say this has been and, and I've just been made aware of the speculation with regards to one of our coaches I, I haven't met with Mickey Loomis any of the coaches individually yet and Mickey and I'll spend some time today and some some time tomorrow and, and with regards to any potential change you know we would let you guys uh, you'd be the first to hear about it but but that's not uh, that's something we haven't even met on and so uh, I'll just leave it at that any questions so so at this moment right now Rob Ryan is still a member of your absolutely staff. absolutely I would normally, I would always meet with Mickey, and uh, and that would be something that would not be done uh, without, you know, a lot of thought. And and we're just we're we 
talking about one coach, any type of change like that would be something that would be done, you know, with, with uh, a lot of discussion. Is, Next is question. That, is that the kind of change that could be in consideration with, with the That's way not, things are right now? Listen, all those things, you would you would consider change, right? So, yeah. Um, and yet at the same time, I, I, we haven't even begun to sit down and broach that subject. So. You've never parted ways with Coach during your tenure here, but you've obviously been on staffs that have. How difficult is that during the uh, Look, at any time there's change, you know, Here's what I know, though. I do know this. Uh, continuing just along the same course that we're taking right now is 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 not uh, something that we're going to do. And I'm talking about players. I'm talking about us as a staff, uh, all of us collectively. Um, but but that's you know you got to look closely at, at what's winning and then what's keeping you from winning and. and in fairness to the players, our fans, and everyone else, we, we got to look at that specifically. All right, next topic. Next topic. What, what about yesterday's performance? Stood out. Thought we tackled poorly. Our alignments were poor. I thought up front, short yarded situations, we were poor. We turned the ball over. Um, I thought we did a decent job in covering kicks. Start the game off, you know, uh, we pin them down in the minus four yard line. I thought our return units, kickoff-wise, were average. Punt. Um, you know, we didn't have that many opportunities. Uh, I thought, you know, there were a handful of guys that did some good things. I mean, you know, Mark got nicked up, and all of a sudden, uh, aside from CJ, you saw Hightower get some carries, and, and you get excited about it. I thought uh, some guys on the back end did a pretty good job in coverage, um, but not enough pressure. Uh, Overall, uh, too many underneath throws to the backs that resulted in big plays. I mean, enough to, to just make you cringe. Um, I thought Drew got hit early in the game, which was something that uh, is not good, especially if you're going to you know, have some production in the passing game. I thought Cooks played pretty well. Was lack of effort on defense? Nah, that didn't come up when we were call, talking about the tape review tonight as much as there was one play where, you know, it, it, I don't know if it's obviously it's not the hustle of the ball you want, but there's this assumption sometimes when a screen is thrown and then all of a sudden, you know, so but overall that wasn't a uh, that wasn't a big it wasn't a big topic when you look at the tape. It wasn't something that was that stood out. You know, it, it was man, a lot of poor fundamentals and uh you know, 10 guys on the field, it, it wasn't good. Sean, there was a play that, that stood out. It was that screen pass to, to Matt Jones, the one that went for 70 yeah. yards. Uh, Brandon Browner took a shot on an offensive lineman instead of chasing the, the ball carrier yeah, away. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that play? Well, look, we know how close you and Brandon are. <laughs> and I'm sure that there's a specific goal in mind for you here. But obviously, when you're playing a screen pass that's away from the, you, you know, you want to get to the ball, and so those are those are some of the mistakes we're discussing. No, but as a coach, Next question. You see that play. What, 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 Next question. I, I was curious about the play too. Yeah, a lot of former players. It was, no, it was just what, absolutely because you've got to you've got to get to the ball. We've got to play the ball. Yeah, you know what I mean? So every once in a while, there's certain battles that you don't want to you don't want to fight a battle if it doesn't involve getting to the football. Make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah. With, uh, with Rob still being on your staff, does reports like Listen, it'll be crystal clear here. There won't be any gray area with with our direction. We've always been upfront with them. Um, 
I have I haven't specifically read any of them and yet was just made aware of a few of them and look it, it's part of the business you know especially with the great coverage we get now and and um, shoot we'll be uh, we'll be on the same page our guys will understand the direction we're going and you know we're literally less than 24 hours after the game so Mickey and I'll spend time visiting on our team like we always do we got six weeks that are important that are important to this team Sean you guys made so many changes to this defense in the offseason to try to correct what happened last year are you really surprised exasperated by the fact that it I wouldn't say moved? exasperated disappointed yeah you know you're competitive and you want to you want to have success you want to see you want to see your players do well and you, you want to play uh, it's hard to it's hard to swallow a game you know where all of a sudden you're feeling like there there isn't an answer or and here's the thing there's there's some things on tape that have to be better and um, and we'll get that right we'll get that right it might take a little bit of time and it might you know it might hurt going down for some people but but we'll get it squared away what was the message for these guys to think about over the break Sean? The message was was pretty pretty clear just in regards to how we're playing um, you know, it's going to be that roller coaster ride. There's a lot of areas that we have to improve on, improve in. Uh, you know, we, we discussed a little bit of the past here, you know, 07, 08. And the expectation, the expect, listen, it's a, it's, it's a success driven business, and that's what we're in. And so. We've got some young guys that want to please and want to do well. We've got some veterans the same way, and yet we've got to look closely at you know what we're doing and then you know how well they're doing it. But uh, but the main the main thing was it, it wasn't going to be the same. You know when they got back, it was going to be different. And look, it needs to be. If you do decide to make a change at some point during the next question, I'm not going to deal with speculation question. Next question. It's crazy. I'll be I'll go crazy. So much about this is a much better locker room with higher character guys. Right. Are you sensing that, that they're dealing with this kind of adversity better than, than they did a year ago when they lost to? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, look, they're disappointed. They're you know they're they wanna they wanna have success, and and yet uh, that's just part of the equation. You know that that uh, that gets you started in the right direction that doesn't guarantee anything and so uh yeah it's an entirely different type team without asking uh specifics on potential discussing those type of things and and so uh it's hard for me to answer to re certain reports you know when when deep down i we haven't even begun the process of, of evaluating you know players coaches we would normally do that right here at the buy so we'll do that today We'll keep you informed. Um, apologize for the change of procedures with the open locker room. That was news to me as well. So, Any common theme with the defense here and the years you've been here? It's been different coordinators and it's, you know. Well, the years we've been good, you know, 11, 9, 10. I mean, those those have been good turn away, take away years. Those have been good, uh, I would say, fast, opportunistic years. Um, obviously, uh, 13 was was real good. So we're trying to find a common theme in the years that weren't good. I mean, there were some solid years in 06, 07, but most recently, if we're looking at this year and last year, it's it's uh, 
number of areas, you know, uh, struggling getting to the passer, poor in, in tackling, out of place, um, there are a number of things. You know, it's hard to be, it's hard to be last. Yeah. It's hard to do, you, you know what I mean? So um, we'll just leave it at that. Last one. I think last year was pretty apparent that assignment and alignment errors were a big issue. Has that not been at the top of the list this year or? Well, trying to make a comparison, I think it's been cleaner that way, and yet there's there's still some issues with personnel, people on the field, that type of thing. All right, we'll take another quick break. When we come back, John DeShazer and I with uh, some bullet points about yesterday's loss, both for the Saints and the Pelicans. The Pelican schedule has just been released, and 12 game plans are now on sale. 12 game packages, including the ever popular weekend plan, allow you to take in a couple of games a month throughout the season for as low as $199. Don't miss your chance to see NBA All-Star Anthony Davis and your Pelicans take on the biggest names in the NBA, including LeBron James, Steph Curry, Kobe Bryant, and more. Visit pelicans.com or call 525-HOOP and score your seats today. Ever been surprised by a bill? A big bill that's higher than expected? Entergy's online tools let you take control. Try level billing so there are no surprises. Pick a due date that works for you. And sign up for alerts to remind you when your bill is due. Make your bills fit your budget. Don't wait another month. Take action today at EntergyIdeas.com. That's the power of people. Entergy. All-Star Electric is lighting up the future with the latest in LED lighting. All-Star Electric specializes in the installation and conversion of the newest LED lighting products. This lasting investment is virtually maintenance-free and offers significant savings on your next electricity bill. This is Tim Blanchard, president of All-Star Electric. Let us evaluate your building, parking lot, or home for an LED conversion because we know we can save you some money. Welcome back to the Black and Blue Report, the podcast for Saints and Pelicans fans. Welcome back to Studio B. We continue on Black and Blue Report. You've heard from head coach uh, Sean Payton here on this uh, Monday. John DeShazer in studio with me. Let's go through this uh, real quick. Um, pick a team. We'll start. Saints or Pelicans? Oh, gosh, no. Let's do Saints first. All right, let's, Saints first. Yeah, let's let, let. Give me the highlights or the lowlights uh, about what you what you witnessed in person yesterday. Well, it, really, the the two takes you you get from it is the Saints got out early offensively, and uh, and Brandon Cooks continues to emerge uh, as a really really good player. Uh, Brandon Cooks caught another couple of touchdowns yesterday. I think they gave him five in the last three games. He has already surpassed his rookie uh, season totals. Now he only played ten games as a rookie. Yesterday was his tenth game. And he already had more yards than he had accumulated last year. I think it was 603 to 550 going into yesterday. And so he's not probably now right around 700 receiving yards. And I think he's around, you know, six or seven touchdowns. And he only had three uh, receiving last year. So Brandon Cooks is really showing up big. And then Mark Ingram had a, had the longest run of the season, had a 70-yarder, uh, but got nicked up. Must have been during that run because he only ended up with a, you know, a handful of more carries and maybe 81 yards. So. You know, obviously that's something that's got to be addressed hopefully during the during the bye week. But other than that, I mean, there just were not a whole lot of things to like about it. I mean, it's 47-14, and, and, you know, you can you pick an area of the game and the Saints, 
you know, did not win. I mean, they didn't win on the offensive line. They didn't win on the defensive line. They didn't win in the secondary. Uh, they didn't win as a receiving core. Um, they didn't win on special teams. Um, and these are trouble. It's troublesome to get beaten across the board like that. I mean, you know, sometimes you'll you'll have one of those games where a phase lets you down. But when all three phases let you down, that's what you, you the result is 47-14, even against a team like Washington. Because, look, these guys, you know, you hear it all the time. These guys are pros. They get paychecks, too. Washington's pros, they get paychecks, too, and they look like it yesterday. I mean, they did not look like a team that was sputtering uh, offensively. They had 394 yards at halftime. Mm-hmm. And that's hard to do in the Big 12. That's hard to do anywhere. Uh, so when you're the Saints and you see that and Kirk Cousins looks like the best quarterback who's ever stepped on the face of the earth, he ends up – you know, 20 or 25 for 300-plus yards, four touchdowns, no interceptions. That's three straight weeks the Saints have not had an interception. Meanwhile, the opposing quarterbacks have 14 touchdown passes. 14 touchdown passes, no interceptions the last three weeks. This year, opposing quarterbacks, 28 touchdowns, four interceptions against the Saints. And the quarterback rating is climbed north of 112, uh, which is, you know, astounding. It's astounding that, you know, that's happened defensively. And then when the Saints can't get it together offensively to kind of hopefully help the defense out and balance it out like yesterday, then you've got a disaster waiting because, you know, when the offense went dry yesterday, that was one of those games. Like the Giants game a couple of weeks ago, the defense didn't play well. The offense needed to score. They needed to score every one of those 52 points Mm -hmm. to win 52-49. Yesterday, unfortunately, they got into another one of those situations where they needed to score every time because they weren't getting much help defensively. And it can't be that way. You get just as well as you win 52-49. There are a couple of games this season you might need to win 17-14 or 20-17. to And right now they just don't look like they're built defensively to be able to do that. Certainly we hadn't seen it the last three weeks when they've given up, given up 49, 34, and 47 points to uh, New York, to the Giants, to the Titans, and to the Redskins. That is above and beyond alarming when you're allowing that many points. Man, that looks like an NBA halftime score as opposed to a football score. So those things have to scare you to death if you're a Saints fan because you're seeing this team not get it together defensively, and especially after they played well defensively against Atlanta and played well defensively against you know the Colts, where games where you know they accumulated some yards, yeah, but when you look at the scoreboard, they were only giving away 21 points or so or 20 points. That kind of you know encourages you because you say, okay, you can live with the yards if you don't give away the points. Now the yards and the points are coming, and that scares you. All right. That's pretty good right there. Not good, but we're wanting to be good. Pretty good as far as kind of trying to wrap all this up. That's yeah. that's the thing is trying to get your arms around this yeah. whole thing. I mean, it's it's so yeah. it's ho- it's so humongous. It's this difficult to it's, get your arms it's humongous. around. Uh, to paraphrase Coach Payton again, um, look, to continue the course that we've been going would not be smart, prudent, whatever you want to use there. Uh, change is coming. So look, yeah. there's six games to go. We know that after the bye week. Um, things at this moment are not good by any means. Changes of some kind uh, relative to significance or how huge you want to make them out to be will be happening during the bye week. That's yeah, all we know at this you point. You got to. Yeah. I okay. mean, you can't be four and six no. and, and going this way and, and just say, okay, everything's cool. Meanwhile, the Pelicans need something cool to happen to them. They have now lost three straight and are one and nine overall. They lost all three games on the East Coast road trip. And in all three games, it was second half collapses for the Pelicans who are unable to finish what seemingly is now a trend of better starts. That's a correction from earlier in the season. But the bottom line is you're 1-9. How deep can the hole get here? Um, Anthony Davis came back yesterday, 
from injury, almost single-handedly took the uh, thing home from New York, but they were unable to finish. There were some mental lapses yesterday in the second half. Um, you're asking guys to do things uh, that they're not used to doing as far as what they're capable, either whether they're capable of it or have never been in that position before because of all these injuries. And much like the Saints, it's hard to get your arms around now. A large pile of, um, of problems for the Pelicans. They get three more games this week. It'll be a very tough back-to-back starting tomorrow night against Denver, and then it wraps on Wednesday at Oklahoma City, who's been up and down themselves a little bit. Friday's a key day, and here's why. Number one, a division rival's coming to town in San Antonio. We know all about the Spurs. It is a week where you're going to play three of your next four at home, and Friday's game will be the first game that any of the guys who have been injured, and I'm talking about the big four injuries, um, Cole, Pondexter, Evans, uh, Perkins, um, out of those four, Friday would be the first day that any of them would be eligible to come back because of the hardship exemption that was used in acquiring Jimmer for debt. Now, by no means are all four guys coming back on Friday, but maybe you get one. I think you'll take even one at this point. We'll see how it plays out. Um, that could be a little different on Friday. The next two games, you know what you've got. It's the same as you've had. Uh, it'll be interesting. J.D., it's, it's, a, it's a hard watch for Saints and Pelicans fans right now. I, I do think that change is coming. Things are going to get better. Um, but in the moment, and it's been a large moment here, it not been a whole lot of fun. Let's just be honest about that. Well, it, it's hard to watch the Pels now. I mean, basically the Pels are out there with two broken wings, I guess. I mean, that should be the logo yeah. right now because, I mean, everybody is, is hurt. Or not everybody, but, I mean, when AD went out for a couple of games, it was like, what else could possibly well, happen? That's what it felt like. Yeah. And so, you know, on one hand, you want to you wanna issue somewhat of a pass because you don't know what this team is or can be because they don't have the proper personnel. They don't have the main guys who are going to be out there, you know, down the stretch who, who are out there to win games. And yet you do see some things that are alarming. You do see some – some some weak side non-help, and you do see some, you know, really, really poor ball distribution and rotation offensively. And you say, you know, this offense is supposed to be more f- free-flowing than this. It's, it, this isn't supposed to be Ish Smith breaking down people going to the bucket. This is all to be a little ball movement and swinging to the weak side and getting guys some open shots. And when they do that, even if you don't get the sh- – even if you don't make the shot, you get the shot you want. And uh, they're struggling right now with, with those things, and you hope – you just hope that when they get everybody back, and then there's going to be an acclimation process with those guys when you get them back because they hadn't played together. So now all of a sudden you're talking about, you know, more games where it's going to take for those guys to get used to one another. But it's a difficult watch because you see these guys and, and you can almost feel it happening. You know, they play really, really good above themselves for two quarters. Then they start to slide in the third quarter, and then the fourth quarter they're just tapped out. You know, there's nothing left. Right. You know, nobody to get you to the finish line, and and you see it, and it's just it's a repetitive process right now, and yeah, it, it's difficult to watch. All right, tomorrow night Pelicans and Nuggets. We'll see if it turns around then. Um, let's see the win at home against Dallas. That was our last time on the home floor, wasn't it? Yeah. All right. Let's yeah. just keep the home thing going tomorrow night, seven o'clock. Uh, some tickets tomorrow are avail- are as available as low as 12 bucks. so not a bad Tuesday night out uh, if you want to see some NBA basketball tomorrow night. Speaking of NBA basketball and a part of that whole game night experience, uh, we have a special guest coming up next segment, maybe lighten the mood a little bit here on this Monday uh, here on the Black and Blue Report. Life is busy. You need health care that can keep up. At Auctioner, we get that, so we've made our care more schedule-friendly, like offering same-day appointments. 
Need a primary care physician, a pediatrician, an OBGYN? We'll get you in to see someone today. Many of our specialists are available the same day, too. And with health centers all over Greater New Orleans, there's bound to be one near you. Many are open late and on weekends for your urgent care needs. And if it's something serious, Auctioner has you covered with nationally ranked care for your most complex conditions. Want additional convenience? Now you can make appointments with many of our physicians on our website. And once you become an Auctioner patient, you'll be able to do even more online, like email your doctors, see test results, and refill your prescriptions, all with a simple click. Make an appointment today at auctioner.org or call 866-AUCTIONER. Auctioner, healthcare with peace of mind. Follow us on Twitter at Black Blue Report. Final segment here of this Black and Blue Report on a Monday, a weird Monday at that, and uh, most we had better things to discuss, obviously, throughout our show today, but thanks again to all of our guests, especially John DeShazer, who stops in after his road trip yesterday, uh, to, to maybe brighten the room, to get off to a better start on Monday. Tremera from Pelican's Dance Team is in the building today. Hello. Hi, how are you? I am wonderful. How are you? You're the highlight of the day, I think, after all this conversation we've had about the Pelicans and the Saints. Well, thank you. I, I like that. Good. We're home a lot this week, which means we'll see you and the gang. Of course. Are you excited about that? Yes. I felt like we were gone for two weeks. It was only like one week, but it felt like two out east. Um, don't get me wrong. I love Toronto and New York, and you can have Atlanta, by the way, but it's good to be home, and uh, I know fans are ready to have us home too so i agree there's nothing like home and then we have three home games this week so yeah. it's kind of exciting it is it is now when, when when the team's away do you all are you all shut down or are you in preparation for when we get back we are still working so even though the team's on the road we still have practices we still make appearances so we're just gearing up for the the upcoming games that we have okay all right um, speaking of upcoming games and whatnot, you're here today to do a number of things, but uh, part of your uh, responsibilities this Monday was to put together the latest edition of the Pelicans Planner. Am I correct? Yes. Good. All right. So as I did with Giselle last Monday, um, I'm having trouble during the overlap right now. The overlap would be football and basketball. Um, without Daniel and Doug and everybody else, I have a trouble figuring out where I'm supposed to be on a given day. So maybe you can at least help me with the Pelicans planner this week? I have that for you. All right. So Tuesday night, we have a game versus the Nuggets. And Friday, we have a game versus the Spurs. And then we're back in the Smoothie King Center on Sunday against the Phoenix Suns. So three times at home before I leave again for Thanksgiving, right? Yes. Okay. Now, the Pelicans planner is at pelicans.com, of course, and uh, is a much more slicked-up version of that schedule. <laughs> <laughs> with Tremera on the screen for you, uh, as opposed to what we're doing here on the Black and Blue Report. Um, any special? I know there's a, um, I think there's a guys' night out coming up this Friday, um, and I think there's a there's another plan coming out, the holiday plan. Yes, our right. holiday plan is where you can choose five games, any five games that you'd like to attend for as low as forty nine dollars. I mean, that deal can't happen anywhere else. Okay. So you can definitely find more details about that at pelicans.com. I can't believe it's holiday time already. It is. Shopping can be done here even before Thanksgiving with this plan. Always. Always. And then they're great Christmas gifts as well. Mm -hmm. So even if you want to do it for yourself just to see some basketball or, you know, you have family or friends that might want to attend a game, then you can definitely get it to them as a Christmas gift. All right. How many people on your list this year? Have you started to figure this out yet? 
I haven't. No, neither I have haven't. I. There's typically, you know, the usual family, Daniel. Something nice for you, Daniel. Maybe a five-game pack for you. <laughs> no, you'll already be there. <laughs> um, no, I know the holidays. Uh, look, being in New York this past week, they are ramping up that city for holiday. I can only imagine. Yeah, I, know. I know it was, uh, and the other thing was the city on high alert. Uh, it was also somewhat surreal over the weekend after what happened in Paris on Friday. Um, Tremero, where? Uh, how long have you been doing this now? It feels it feels like I've known you now for some time. So that must mean you've been kicking butt out there on the on the floor for a couple of years now. Yes, this is my fifth season. Wow. It feels like just yesterday, like I just came into this organization and I was a rookie. And now it's like a five-year veteran, you know, and then Bree and I are uh, co-captains together this year. So it's kind of like we're... We're the grandmas of this situation oh, right now, although we're still young because everybody else has, you know, been on the team for three years and four years. And then we're over here five and seven. So we're, it's just exciting. I just can't let go yet. Here's some questions I get about you guys. Okay. Is there a minimum age to be a Pelicans dance team member? No, there's not a minimum age. Is there a maximum age? No. Okay. Are most of you professional dancers in some other form or fashion? Some, just a little. Okay. Performing at other venues in the area or across the country? I mean, I guess what would be the definition of a professional dancer at this point? Is it off-Broadway? Is it, is it theatrical productions? Is it video? What, what would you consider that to be? Well, there's kind of a, a fine line when it comes to that just because we have our contract. So we're technically not allowed to dance professionally for different organizations but i know we have some girls that do some local dancing and some local dance teams so that's kind of where it's it's a little borderline okay uh going down the list here did many of you do this in college or high school in some form or fashion yes we have okay so would you say that there's a strong sec contingent in the pelicans dance team any rivalries brewing amongst, you know, perhaps former Golden Girls or? You know what no, I'm no, no. Okay. We have a, right. a good sisterhood, actually. Okay. Good, good. Um, what else am I asked about you guys all the time? Oh, yeah. How do you all balance? Because I, I hear about the numbers of practice, uh, number of hours practice-wise that Ashley Deaton puts you all through. Yes. How do you balance your young careers and/or student lives with the responsibilities of being a member of this team? We just. They like tend to figure that out as we kind of go along because nobody can prepare you for it until you're in that situation. So it's just kind of like sometimes we handle our schoolwork or work during the day. And then at night, that's when we have Ashley, you know, cracking the whip on us and saying what we got to do. I'm just kidding, Ash. No, it's kidding. okay. She understands. <laughs> believe me. And I don't think she cares either. She wants the good product, that, right? That's true. That's true. That's true. Um, I asked Giselle this, I think. I might have asked Bree this, too. Um, what's your let's, – let's be clear. It's a basketball game, but overall, this is a show. It's a production. It's a show. Right. It's entertainment. Um, so what's your best part, or what's your favorite part, I should say? Is it starting lineups? Is it uh, a, part a particular routine that you all have been working on? Uh, or is it, uh, uh, as John and I call it, the T-shirt and freestyle performance? <laughs> Um, what would you say is your is your favorite one? My favorite part would be walking out on court 
soon as the lights go down and the video starts playing. Just to know that people are there, not only to see you, but to watch some great basketball, that is the best feeling to walk out there and just absorb everything and get ready for the game. Okay. All right. Pelicans Planner available on pelicans.com. It's going to be a busy week at home, busy week for you guys. Yes. What else is on your docket today? Have you? I know sometimes they put you guys through the ringer on these visits. Nothing, this actually. This is it. Black and blue report and Pelicans Planner. Yes. That'll be enough, I think. And then we have practice tonight for and the game tomorrow. Tonight. Very good. Oh, do you, you want to tip off your routine for this week? or No. No. I'm over two on this now. No. Mm-mm. All right. It enough. has to be a surprise. It has to be a surprise. Yes. Glad you came by. Thanks for having yeah, me. Yeah, you made Monday better. Let's put it that way. Thanks. <laughs> that just warmed my heart. Tremera. <laughs> Beautiful name, by the way. Thank you. How many people misspell it? A lot of people. <laughs> a lot of people. Like, Sometimes they tend to forget the first R and just say Tamara. Yeah. But there's always the R. You can't forget the R. I'm going to guess here, okay? Okay. T R E. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. Well, you better spell it for me. T R A. A. M E R A. Well, I've been way wrong because I had an I in there as well. Well, actually, my nanny's name is spelled with an I. Okay. But it's still pronounced Tremara. You forgive me? I forgive you. All right. That'll do it for us on this Monday. Don't forget Tremara and the Pelicans dance team back at it tomorrow night when the Pelicans take on the Denver Nuggets. The Pelicans planner will get you through the week. Uh, it. it it's a great way to kind of get your calendar set. So check that out at pelicans.com. And uh, as we mentioned, I think Friday night is a guy's night out against the San Antonio Spurs. And also we still have that pick six plan presented by Domino's. And today, as Tremere announced, we layer in one more of our ticket packages, the new holiday plan, which we'll also tell you about on the broadcast this week as well. Tomorrow on the Black and Blue Report, Jake Seeley, rotoexperts.com, fantasy football. The Saints may be off this week, but the NFL is not. Therefore, your fantasy team better be ready. We'll help you do that tomorrow. We'll also preview tomorrow night's basketball game against the Denver Nuggets. All right, that'll do it from Studio B. We'll see you right back here next time for the podcast for Saints and Pelicans fans, the Black and Blue Report. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Black and Blue Report. If all goes well, we'll be back tomorrow. Tune in each weekday at 12 p.m. or at your convenience exclusively online at NewOrleansSaints.com and Pelicans.com. Follow your teams direct from the source, the Black and Blue Report.